Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Hilford, joined by Benoit Turner. Has anyone seen Todd Howard today? Todd Watch. <laughs> trying to find Todd Howard and Josh Brown. I was outside with my binoculars on looking in windows and I just got the police called to me. So no, I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that you guys were trying to track down Mr. Todd Howard during the Bethesda Xbox conference because he's the man with all the details. Yes. Todd Watch, hashtag Todd Watch, everyone. <laughs> Gotta find him. So yeah, so E3 2021 has pretty much wrapped. There's still like an EA play event to go, but all the actual announcements, um, game footage, new announcements, DLC announcements, or updates and things have all come and gone. So we thought we'd do some custom awards for it because it was a bit of a mixed bag um, across the board. I think the general reception is mixed to negative. There's some positive stuff in here, but for the most part, what I've seen um, is just people going like, oh my God, it was one of the most disappointing things ever, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I just thought we would do our custom award show, some positive stuff, some negative stuff, and we'll just see what happens. Uh, my first award is the Mining My Nostalgia Hard, but I think I'm into it award, going to Halo Infinite. Um, because <laughs> as soon as that um, commentator guy started coming back on, every single little thing you that the dude was doing in the multiplayer demo came with its own little um, you know piece of commentator, like a little soundbite, um, where it was like aerial kill or multi-kill and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, I remember this. I remember when Halo used to be like on top of the world. And that's entirely what they're going for. And obviously, Joseph Staten was out there on stage as well, the original, one of the original writers on the original trilogy, um, to just sell the world on Halo again. And I kind of got a vibe of we're just forgetting like all the bad stuff. We're just sort of going back to the the way it used to be and everything. But remember when Halo was good, guys? It's okay. We can get back there again. Um, but I think I'm into it. I thought Infinite's gameplay was pretty solid. I thought that all the physics-based stuff, using the grappling hook to bring things to you or launching the energy sword at you because everything seems to have more overblown physics now, like that's kind of cool. Um, what do you guys think of, of Halo in general? Me and Ben Roy on Monday had nothing but good things to say about that grappling hook. Uh, you should put <laughs> grappling hooks in everything. So when I saw, you know, the multiplayer suite in the picking up weapons from afar, they're getting like the, the NG swords are absolutely taking dudes out. Like you said, combined with the nostalgic trip of hearing that iconic voiceover again, you know, for triple kills, for multi-kills and whatever. I hope it's the same guy. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was similarly into it, you know. I don't even know what they've changed that much since the last unveiling, but this one just felt more confident to me. <laughs> I... um, it just... I'm I'm here for it now, you know, especially on Game Pass. You know, why not? Mm. I want him to be a bit more like comedic. Like if you're camping, like stop being a camper, boring, <laughs> calling people out, be better. 
I think it looks solid. I mean, the, the grappling hook thing, I feel like Titanfall 2 absolutely nailed it back in 2016. It's taken this long for everyone else to catch up because there's one in Battlefield as well, in Battlefield 2042, um, where the dude uses it to get like across one of the different cranes. But yeah, I think that they're on track enough for Halo. Uh, they obviously only showed the multiplayer. They did say that the story stuff is coming later in the year. I'm still, I, I remain unconvinced by that. Um, just cause I, I just, I'd be amazed if Staten can turn, can turn around a whole campaign within like a year. I'm just so curious what he's done to the production. Like it just seemed to be so messy, uh, before he came in, but obviously the story stuff that they showed was that, um, Cortana has apparently been deleted and we've got the new AI, um, who's kind of like the, the nervous millennial archetype version of Cortana, which I, I, I was like, I, I don't know, man, I don't know what you guys thought of her, but I wasn't massive on that. I didn't really think about it. Like, it, it, like she never irked me, but also I wasn't like, that looks like a cool character. I'd like that someone, like the chief has someone to interact with still, mm. you know, I, I like the mystery that it's set up, you know, why were they on this mission? What's happened to Katana? Has she been deleted? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, mm. You know, I just feel like I didn't get too much from the, from the story perspective from that no. trailer, but I thought like the one shot of the chief, you know, falling through zero gravity or whatever, I guess not zero gravity, but you know, grabbing the gun and stuff. I thought that looked really neat mm -hmm. and had a cool sense of direction to it that I kind of felt was missing with the last time we saw the game where I felt like the cutscenes and the cinematics looked a little bit flat. The music was incredible as well. Like the bit, like that bit yeah. when he decides to let—I don't know what her name is—but the the new AI um go inside his helmet. There's like a real swell of the choir underneath it, and I was like, "That's really gorgeous." That feels like a specific thing that someone like Joseph Staten might have said. We need to get that style of sound cue back again. Um, Ben, real quick thoughts on the old Halo. I am ready for the Halo. No, um, I wasn't. I was happy with what I saw, and I was glad to, like confirmation that it wasn't. Even though, like. It, it could have been a full reboot and it well, obviously it wasn't. I was just waiting for some more dialogue in it to ensure that it was sort of like set within a timeline that I am recognizing. And I remember, and I sort of know where it is now. And mm -hmm. I just, I just want it to carry on. And I want to see, I, I, I don't want it to be like a, a call, a call of Halo either. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to it, like coming back to what Halo is. And I, did I, have they confirmed how many it's going to be in the campaign, like multiplayer wise? Is it just going to be two, or is it going to be four? Like, how I don't play it. Uh, you can play with friends because I don't play those games mm. alone. I've never played the campaigns alone because it's just not something I've ever done. I've always played the Halo with people, so I'm looking forward to just diving in the, back in the Halo with my friends and getting on the Warthog and running out some grunts and causing the birthday party noise to happen. Yes, I think, I mean, the thing that I'm curious with is, like, they said that 4, 5, and 6 was its own trilogy, so I kind of wonder if they're still going back to the story threads that were there at the end of 5, and it's sort of, because obviously now we're jumping to Cortana's being defeated or whatever. Um, but not to worry, Mr. Benroy, what is your award? So I've got, I, I was a bit of chaotic energy today because like Scott was like, a bit back to Scott was like, got some awards, got some awards. I had, no, and then I've got like I'm a million now. So the awards. my award is sponsored by another award. And so <laughs> the sponsor award here is the best thing that wasn't a Fire Emblem character in Smash, uh, Tekken Man. Uh, and then I'm going to go to- thank you. Uh, the biggest uh, cock tease, uh, Kojima giving us some Metal Gearness in E3. <laughs> uh, and- everyone just sitting there sort of like peeking like what's that what's that and then getting some sound cues getting the oranges in the box and everyone sort of clawing their eyes out as it was happening that's my well, um, do you need to make a, a quick distinction because I, I from across all of social media and just E3, yeah i think we just need to roll summer games first into e3 because it's just yeah. much 
announcements and stuff i think a lot of people just seem to draw from that i mean elden ring it's like oh, people talk about elden ring being a big reveal for e3 but obviously it was in it was at the end of sgf instead um but yeah the metal gear thing i don't know what the hell that is i don't know if that's just him being ridiculous after after listening to like certain other shows and stuff like you you don't get something like that without sony clearing it right so Assumably. it just it, you just feel like is it gonna be leading to something down the line you know that blue point remake that we wanted forever what's <laughs> what's going on here uh i just that has more so than much in this show in this sort of it it's a bit like uh, a little reference wrestling reference a bit like wrestlemania it's too big for one night so e3 is too big for one week now mm-hmm. so it's just expanded and ballooned because everyone wants their own little show as much as they want to be as boring as some of them have been uh <laughs> this is one of the ones that stood out and i just can't get that little it thing out of my brain thinking of kojima talking to talking at me about 9-11 and then teasing me with some metal gear thing in death stranding <laughs> or maybe down the line the thing that was really weird is that like obviously they still have the character model for norman readers but he doesn't say anything in that whole trailer so he's kind of just like metal gear just, 5 yeah yeah it's like very aware that like they have this immaculate model of him that's never going to say anything because it's dlc and maybe they got him back for some more line reads but or it's a director's cut but um i'd be very curious if they actually have um, Josh, what was your uh, next award, please? Um, my next award is... I have to go with this. It is the game I'll tell Scott Telford I'll definitely play for three years straight but never <laughs> actually will. And that's um, Metroid Dread. This thing looks I would very good. But just, but just... But just... It's, I've never been a huge Metro person. And this looked really fun, really Metro, exciting. Metro. But I... I don't, Metro, oh yeah, yeah, wrong thing, Metroid. <laughs> I was doing a voiceover earlier, man, and I, I, I couldn't do it. And for some reason, Metroid as a one, like two syllable thing, it just couldn't get over. Anyway, yeah, this game looked really fun, looked really good. I'm sure it absolutely blew the lid off um, Metroid fans. But um, for me, it left me feeling cold because I have no attachment to the series. Um, but I hope I play it one day. And in my head, the intention is to play it, but I, I, I think I might not. I forget what year the mini SNES came out, but I think I think you said you were going to play Super Metroid back then because it's included yes. on the old on the old SNES. It's also included on the uh, Switch Games Online Pass thing, the little little bundle of games that you can get. Link to the Past in there as well. Little Josh Brown couldn't get enough. Couldn't whoa, wait. Oh no, it. there was a there was whoa 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 when, a few Christmases ago when I went yeah. back home and I had a Nintendo Switch and I got that Nintendo monthly subscription for the first time mm-hmm. and there was the first metroid game on there and i played it for like five hours and it was oh. like smashing my head no don't play the, the first one don't. No, no, no 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 that was all that was on there at the time and i just remember playing it and i, I know everyone's told me not to do that and play the second one super metroid <laughs> um, and have a lot of fun with it but i didn't and then now i feel like i've been burned i want to get to it i will get to it eventually but i, I think there's a three-year minimum wait for this i can't i don't i i, I hate that I can't, I don't, I can't, I really hate that. Ben Roy, are you going to try Metroid, mate? Are you going to run away as well? I've played some of the other ones, but I'm still sort of like dragging my feet through Breath of the Wild. So, you know, I've got to get that finished before number two comes out, so... You're not. That's not going to happen. Or you, or you might hate. Play. I mean, everything that you've put, every challenge you put up against me since I've started this crew of you, um, Scott Telford, I've destroyed. So you know, I'll keep destroying everything that you put in front you of call me. You call using guides to get through stuff while hating what, 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 it. What, what, what did it. I use? I didn't use guides for the Strawberry Feelings platformer. I beat that. Uh, I don't know. Without the <laughs> without any assistance. Uh, fair enough. I, in terms of Metroid, them going back to the two D stuff. I that's. I mean, they said it's been like <laughs> they just like they did. <laughs> I acknowledge Samus Returns on 3DS, but it's like they have, yeah, I guess the Prime ones. It's the first time they've done a home console 2D Metroid. I want Prime again. I want 
I really want some more prime. I want them just get, to give me all the primes on the switch, but I also want, I, I, cause I've delved back into just Metroid Metroid in that collection mm. and just dipped in and out. And I'm looking forward to this one, but oh, I don't know for a second, I was like, Oh, is this going to be more prime? But then it didn't look like it could be. And I'm just, to us, go play super Metroid. It's one of the best games of all time. And that's all you need for me. And but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what else you need for me is another award. So the next one that I have <laughs> is that you can't believe they're putting money into this award, sponsored by Splinter Cell, which goes to Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. What oh, the Jilford, what's that, I, mate? Could I co-sponsor this um, yes. game with you? I'm sure we all have something related to this. My award for this game, because I think it's going to be like the 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 game that gets the most awards from the What Culture Gaming crew for this entire E3 period, which means it's automatically good. My award for it was game I think will be okay, but I'll play for 70 hours straight. And, <laughs> and I've got a, and I've got a third award to come up. Uh, please leave him alone. Uh, uh, this goes to Netflix. Please leave Sam Fisher alone award. And then also co-sponsored by uh, what are you spending your money on, Eves? I've got a couple of wars just going on here. Is it just... Come on, Eve. Yeah, I don't... I just... I Again, I'm trying not to be lost for words. I couldn't believe that they went back to Avatar before they went back to Splinter Cell, considering that Avatar... They were, Ubisoft already made an Avatar game. It was all right. Like, the 2000, 2009, it was the one that was, like, years after the movie. They did the movie tie-in one, but it was more fleshed out. You could play as the humans. You could play as the uh, Avatars themselves or whatever the hell they were called. And it was all fine. But we don't need more of it. Why is that a thing? <laughs> when it comes to this franchise in general, that that we don't need more of it. But there's no. going to be four new movies. I think the, the next is one is coming though? out next year. Well, they filmed he, two more. It's just they're just sitting there. Nah. Big Jim Cameron shot two of them, so he's he going to finish the rest of the two. I know I don't believe they exist either, but you know I'll give you the the awful reason why we're getting an Avatar game before we're getting a Sam Fisher game mm. is because Avatar made like nearly three billion dollars at the box office, and yeah, yeah. everyone says that they don't like Avatar and they don't know why it happened but it did happen and if you're the businessman you're looking at the things that make the most money regardless of interest in them and going uh, give me a game of it give me a game of it there's a new movie coming out give me a game of it the state of that the state of that business room the state of that conference room going like well we could do look at the old fran- John Good and Evil 2 do you want to update on that Splinter Cell do you want to just sort of go about anything anything that we've got that's a no Good and Evil 2 just, just anything <laughs> but just oh your Avatar we'll, get, we'll bring Scott, Avatar back Scott I've got one detail i'm not sure if you know this that'll make you hate it even more it's in first person it's an open world <laughs> game in first person you're primed to make no, you annoyed not. that's <laughs> not that's not true at all that's why are the that's like when they made the avp games and they're all in first person just let me play as the predator with the camera over my shoulder <laughs> concrete jungle style um I, ben roy do you have any closing thoughts on the old avatar before you go to your next award uh it's the movie's the movie's crap, man. I don't care. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play it. I'm never gonna give it a time of day. If it's presented to me for like no pounds, I might play it. But I don't care. I don't, no. I don't, I'm not. I'm not doing it. Leave me. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, but transitioning from that, what was your next award? If you, I don't know how many you've got left in your bag of tricks. I've got quite a few. So I've got. Um, I'm gonna roll free into this one. The, yeah. The best Xbox exclusive award goes to Big Phil Spencer, followed up by... Um, he's, he's the best X- Xbox exclusive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, that's on Game Pass to half the industry. Well done for everyone, half the industry. And then my game I'm upset wasn't there. Anything, a little whisper, a little, a little fart about Wolfenstein 3. <laughs> <laughs> they did mention Wolfenstein, but not, they showed old footage. They just said like, oh yeah, yeah. like, you know, we've got all these uh, immaculate first-person shooters like Doom, like Wolfenstein. It's like, yeah, but you didn't acknowledge it at all whilst talking about everything else that's coming up. 
no Indiana Jones either. What's that about? I mean, I know there wouldn't be anything because we only saw like a cinematic trailer, but still, I want I want an acknowledgement of it. That thing, uh, I think it's called Contraband, the new one from Avalanche, where it was like mm-hmm. uh, old school, I think some song from a couple decades ago, or a few decades ago, looks very much like the Indiana Jones teaser desk thing. I thought that was going to be the Indiana Jones reveal, uh, gameplay reveal, but no. That's that's one of the runner-ups for another award I've got. Go on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it's the best game announcement that doesn't show any gameplay, so you don't know what the game's really going to be. <laughs> uh, that goes to The Outer Worlds 2, but it was followed up by... Uh, contraband and that game we saw at the end of Xbox, which I can't remember. Redfall. Redfall. Redfall oh, Redfall, yeah. yeah. Atomic yeah. Heart was in there too. I, do, I will say, like, as a side thing, because me and Ben Roy were talking about, like, the difference between how many, like, uh, conferences relied on established stuff versus bringing things to the table. And Xbox did have a ton of new IP, or at yeah. least, like, took the time to showcase new stuff. Um, and things like Atomic Heart look really promising. So, yeah, like, hopefully, like, I mean, it's not a massive wait. And so many trailers ended on 2022, even things that seem like they're pretty far along in development. Um, even Metroid, I mean, I guess Metroid is finally coming later this year, but even that's been in development for 20 years. So it's just like, <laughs> It's it's taken a, a bit of time. I'm just getting worried about because I don't think Wolfenstein 2 set the world on fire on sales. And I'm mm. just like, can we at least get a three before you just forget about old Wolfie and go to Indiana? I want a three before Indiana Jones. I want it. So I need I'm pretty, it. I think they said it was, I'm sure they said it was definitely when happening. It come though? I don't know, but I, I'm sure they said they were, they were already, they were definitely doing the Mecha Hitler thing because they were like, oh, yeah. why else would we do this if we weren't going to bring it all back around to the Mecha Hitler thing? Um, uh, one thing, a, a fun fact to find out about your friends, um, there's a certain trophy slash achievement you get for doing a certain thing in Wolfenstein 2. You can find out what type of person they are, <laughs> if they've got that or not. And if they don't have that trophy achievement, you need to judge them. Yeah, they're not, you don't really trust them. If, uh, if they didn't yeah. do that thing, which is the most vague way to talk about it on a podcast, but if they didn't kick a certain thing in the certain face, then that's it needs to be uh, brought up mr josh brown what is your next award please um game i'm going to be so excited for but my squad will never ever buy back for blood we knew about this um <laughs> before e3 you know we we'd seen a lot of gameplay about it anyway we saw a more extensive look here and we saw mm-hmm. the fact that it's going to be game pass day one which is huge unfortunately my friends that i play um first person shooters with don't own an xbox and therefore will refuse to buy this when I beg them to um, when it comes out this October, I think. But I just think this game looks so solid. It was another one me and Ben Roy briefly touched on um, on Monday. Mm-hmm. But like, it's it's a spiritual success of, to Left 4 Dead. And Left 4 Dead is like one of the greatest multiplayer experiences of my lifetime. And I just need more <laughs> things and like it. As one of the many Left 4 Dead likes at the show, that won my best Left 4 Dead game that wasn't Left 4 Dead, Bat for Bloods, one of the Bat for Blood. But I'm also very looking forward to this because um, the last of the last of my friends to not buy an Xbox did buy one, and now obviously we I wasn't going to buy Bat for Blood on PlayStation when it's on Xbox Game Pass. I mean, Phil's just ha- Phil's just handing them out as he goes, so now we're all going to jump on that. And yeah, Bat for Blood can't He's wait. He's the new paperboy going up yeah. the street, just throwing them to the side. <laughs> Do you, as a as a side note, did you guys kind of like pick up on how many games are now squad co op, like four player co op, like just so many? What's in the water? What's in the what's in the water and why I just I haven't got a squad. I don't I don't have a squad. Like I can, occasionally we might play it together, but it's very rare. And so I don't yeah. I look at these things and I go, well, I'm not gonna play that. I'm never gonna play it. And I don't believe the lies that they always say, oh, you can play it in single player. You can't play it in single player. You can never play it in single player. It doesn't work. Even as someone who like plays competitive multiplayer with a squad, 
we don't play stuff like even like a destiny which is quite anything right. that's kind of has a narrative framing like i just i would rather play alone and like mm -hmm. you said even though redfall which was one of my games of the show the developers were coming out and emphasizing that you know you can play it solo i've heard that lie before <laughs> have you tried playing the division one or two solo you i was just it, gonna say but it hurts you can play the division. You can play any of these games, but if you go down, you just go into the down state and never get revived. I tell you what, not there or whatever. The one game where this does work is Ghost Recon Wildlands. Oh, like you that. found a way. The, the squad mate, your squad mates. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. One hundred percent online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Pop off people's heads and they, uh, as soon as you upgrade that skill, they're up there, they revive you and then it's, it's, a, it's a fun little podcast game, I'd say that. <laughs> ben Roy's hey, been playing Ghost Recon Wildlands. We, it's we my come down to... game after the Mass Effect trilogy. I just need something to separate myself from it. Yeah, so. we try to get him away from it, but he, he can't. He's latched on. He can't get rid of it. <laughs> but yeah, I thought this is like a, a trend in the industry. I feel like a lot of stuff is pushing towards that four player co op stuff. I don't know why that's suddenly the sweet spot. Um, but it's also something that for me, it puts me off because I just, I'm not going to get the most out of that experience. Maybe I'll find some people to play with, but I doubt it. And I just think that for me, that was one of the reasons why Nintendo's show was one of the highest because it was just, here's Breath of the Wild 2, here's Metroid, like dedicated single player games that I know are built for me and not this weird half approach where I sort of have to come in here with my little bag and go, can I please, my bag of coins, can I, can I please play for a bit? I know all of you are playing, but can I sort of come on? And it's clearly not what they're making. They're not, <sighs> They're not making them for me anymore. But um, anyway, my next award, uh, potentially final award, um, is the I Don't Trust It But I Do Actually Want to Play It award, um, which I'm giving to Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, I know that a lot of people really hated that. Um, but And it does look like DLC. It looks like Avengers DLC. And I, again, I, like I said, I don't trust it. Um, when I watched the footage of it, I was like, this just looks like it should be DLC for the Avengers. Um, but I thought it looked all right. I mean, I, it's very obvious. It's holding out for a hero's the song on the background. Like, of course it is. 
Um, but I like the idea of the Guardians arguing. I like the idea of being Star-Lord, cutting them off, Mass Effect style. And then I like the idea of in that mission where Drax throws Rocket across the cliff and you're choosing what to do and like when to do it. I think that stuff kind of came across all right. I haven't talked to either of you guys since you've seen the footage. So what do you think? Oh, it looked all right. Like with you, you know, I had no real <laughs> expectations because Square Enix, for my money, botched the Avengers so much. But this is a different team. It's a very different kind of game. You know, it's single player only. You can only play a Star-Lord, which is kind of weird. But, mm. you know, I just love that. There was some personality to it and some creativity to it. This wasn't just a bunch of automatons who kind of look like the MCU counterparts, you know, reading off a script that is just like <laughs> half-baked when it comes to the quips and the interactions mm. between the characters, at least outside of the main story in the Avengers. But just being able to see like these cool alien worlds and some pretty cool character designs for for my money and um, i was like that's already for me more than what the avengers had going for it which was just mm-hmm. like fight a bunch of robots in some warehouses i don't want to do that don't do that for 14 hours <laughs> please square enix i want i want something that looks at least interesting and to me you know this had it in this reveal and i still can't believe that it's coming out in october that makes no sense i can't yeah. believe they kept that under wraps for so long and it's coming out so soon but I do, I mean, maybe that is because it, maybe it was DLC at some point. <laughs> no, it, no. It's um, it's uh, it wins. Congratulations! I'll wait for a sale award, and um, <laughs> I don't trust it. I need to see footage. I need to see it uh, be out for a while and see how if it's broken at all or if there's it did some look other, very ropey. If there's it's some very, other yeah. magical stuff in there that's gonna like you know maybe cost money. So I'm just I'm just gonna wait. I'm just not gonna engage with it because. Uh, one, I'm suffering from what I think some people are is like Marvel sort of like slow down burnout where I'm just like, mm. yeah, I'll watch the shows when they're all come out and sort of thing. And I'm just like, I'm still on the fence of what I want to do with this probably going forward. Do I want to play their games? Like sort of thing. Not for any like moral stance, just for like, I've had a lot of it and I'm very full. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just, you need to, like, I, I like the look of the, the raccoon man being all like, he's back and he's funny and tree lad and star starman. But at the same time, uh, I don't know. I'd rather wait for the movie. There's definitely something to be said, which I don't, it doesn't have a name, but someone should codify the feeling of post end game doneness with Marvel stuff, where I feel like the, the amount of like interest in what's happening next is just, for me, it's just not there. I'd barely see it. And we you know, even amongst us and other people at the office, I know this is a film conversation or yeah. TV, but like we hardly ever talk about it. It just, it just feels like the end game, the knock on effect of calling it end game and wrapping everything up had this feeling of like, Oh, like, it's done. We've had 10 years of it and it's done. And that's a nice, if you want to, you want to step off this ride, then you absolutely can. Um, but then it's going to keep going. It's like one of those, what's those loopy things you on the, on the mountain, you know, when you go there on the, one of them, you go on the, the ski lift. And I think it's like, if you want to get right. off the ski lift, you can on the way up the mountain, but yeah. it's going to keep going. Um, and I, I'm quite happy to get off and then sort of look, look up at whatever. Break your legs in front of Britain. I've got to get off. I've got to, I've got to get down there. But, um, so yeah, that'll be, uh, my thing. Mr. Benroy, what's your next award, please? Um, the WTF two games that I weren't going to play, but oh my God, what are they doing? The Final Fantasy <laughs> stuff where they're oh, putting them on like, Steam for, and phone. And that's also, that. that's co-sponsored by, all right, Todd, I trust you, but let's see some gameplay awards. Right, for Starfield. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the I mean the Final Fantasy stuff. Do you mean they're they're remaking the two D ones again? But they didn't say anything about how that's going to look. Or do you aren't mean they, also aren't stuff? they putting them just on Steam and on phone and not on console and stuff like that? For now, like, yeah, yeah. But like, they still didn't say what that process is. Yeah, I mean, like at this point, it just feels like what you're doing. Like, why can't 
are you saving it for a rainy day? Are you waiting to bundle them in with something else? And are you going to sell them like all together and slowly trip them out? Because once these games and once a lot of these games, older stuff that comes along is somewhere, like there's an expectation now, like the PC, that all games are going to be there forever. Like mm-hmm. once you buy it, you ain't buying it again. Like the, no one's going to sell. Uh, I mean, they're gonna, I'm going to buy one more copy of Resident Evil 4 when it gets remastered. But, you know, I mean, like it's that era of like let's just let's just chop them up and sell them every time. Like you, like, there's the no Game approach. Boy, but yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I I don't understand what they're doing. Well, the, and... the thing is, like they've they've got the uh, Octopath Traveler engine, like the stuff that they put together for that, where you take a 2D, it's it's 2D and 3D. It's like you got it's... sprites, but in a 3D yeah. world, just do it for that. Do that for old Final. I thought that's what that was going to be. But then they just said, oh, it's coming to phones and then nothing else. And it just felt like such an empty I Get thing. out of here with phone stuff. Like, go away. Like, <laughs> just get the... I, I, is it the wrong audience? I'm going to stand on some sort of... I'll say, is it the wrong audience to show like a bunch of Final Fantasy games that everyone wants on a console, but on a phone? Like, <sighs> it, Yeah, it kind of feels like a slap in the face. I mean, the thing is, like, they've got... Um, you know, they've re-released the old Final Fantasy so much, but it was really terrible mobile versions of them where they tried to smooth over the pixels. They tried to redo the text. It just looked horrible. Um, so I kind of, I think that's what they were trying to answer and just say, hey, by the way, you know, we're going to do it properly and just put them on the on the phones. But it's, yeah, without showing any screenshots or anything, it just looks really bad. Um, and then Starfield, I thought Starfield was really underwhelming. I thought that was just nothing, like a, a side shot of the front of a cockpit in a mech and then just going like, well, we're going to see what's out there. And that's it. I thought I they were going to show me what's out there. Me, me and Josh were a bit different because I feel like, I, I, for me personally, I must speak for Josh because he has his own human mouth. Uh, <laughs> but like, um, I was excited to get the feel of the game, like this sort of like the the taste of what would what's to come, like the, okay. the setting. It does feel like they're mixing some old timey with new timey stuff like they've done before with a Fallout, even though Fallout wasn't initially made by mm-hmm. uh, Todd the Howard. But I'm looking forward to this sort of next game from them and next sort of universe and sort of fresh slate and let's go in there and i'm expecting some professor jank i'm expecting it to just be almost like in that vein of a game but refined a bit more and it's on a i'm doing the quotes here on a new engine everyone well that, that's is, that's literally my problem with it is i i yeah. don't trust todd howard i don't trust bethesda i'm way more negative on bethesda than you guys are like i haven't been impressed or or enjoyed what anything they've put out since 2011 to be honest so i'm like i want to see the new engine i want to see what you're making and i don't believe you and so like, when i saw the footage i was like well this actually looks quite generic like it looks a bit like interstellar and I just, I need to see a lot more. I, so, I want to believe more. I just, I'm an old jaded man. Do you, you, you own Game Pass, right? Yes. You already own it then. You already own Starfield. Like we all, we all <laughs> own Starfield right now. It's just sitting there in the ether waiting for us. At the moment, <laughs> it's just a JPEG, but it'll be there one day. Yeah. I just, I, Josh, are you way more positive on it as well? Not way more positive on it, but I think, I think generic is harsh, especially because that was like a stake through my vampiric heart. Because <laughs> the thing I loved the most about it was the stuff that Todd was talking about afterwards and a few other Bethesda employees. Like for me, the setting and the aesthetic is great. I love that they're going for this kind of like 70s uh, movie inspired sci fi look, but they're including elements of like, you know, space race era NASA and that. We don't really have that in like the big blockbuster sci fi race. You know, we've got Mass mm. Effects, we've got like Star. Tracks to Star Wars and stuff, but like to go back to this kind of like clunky, almost retro aesthetic, I thought that was really cool. Um, for me, I, I honestly don't think we would have seen Starfield had Microsoft not bought Bethesda mm. because we're 18 months out. I didn't expect to see much more than what we actually got. I was surprised we got a proper release date. Um, 
I feel like they would have just avoided it and showed it later on in the year, maybe when it was like one year out. And I feel like now I don't need to see too much. Like I said, we're 18 months out. Mm-hmm. Didn't expect them to have a demo, especially when they're just trying to do all of this stuff, you know, from home and they're trying to make sure they hit this deadline and that. But the, the trailer itself, uh, it gave me a nice taste. I thought the art looked really cool. I came out alongside it. I thought everything Todd and Cole were saying about it was promising. And um, that said, obviously, huge trust, is- trust issues coming out of Fallout 76. But, you know, I was way more positive on Fallout 4 than um, you were back in the day. I think, yeah, I think that's that's another like, massive thing is that I just, I look at them as a company, the company that I grew up with for the Bethesda, it's the Oblivion, it's it's Skyrim, obviously. And it's and I can't contrast that with where they are now as a company. And I just, I just don't buy it. I just don't I, believe them until I see it. Segwaying off, I forgot to give an award out earlier, Scott. I'm very sorry. I'm, I'm messing <laughs> right. the show up here. But like, speaking of the Starfield stuff, and that game got a date. Mm-hmm. What 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 the what's going on goes to Halo. Where's your date? Yeah, just holiday, <laughs> holiday twenty twenty one. It's not just... coming out this year, is it? <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, at this stage, I wouldn't be surprised. It's like Schrodinger's Halo. Like it's just it's there and it's not. I mean, they showed the multiplayer, so I guess they could do that. But the multiplayer was what was potentially going to be released at the end of last year, anyway. So that's always been the thing that's the furthest along. I think we're definitely getting, um, it, at the very least, the campaign might get pushed, perhaps, mm. but we're definitely getting season one of the multiplayer, I think. I don't think that gets pushed. Even no, if I it's like that's, kind yeah. of bare bones, I think that's coming out. The Doritos and Mountain Dew are primed again, and they can't yeah. be forward. <laughs> if you do that again, you're done. Well, but I mean, I, you, know, you, you have the game engine, you can build the different skins, things to unlock in the multiplayer. It's the big set pieces and the story direction that are being overhauled, assumedly. Like, that's the thing that you get the original writer on board to dive into and go, well, we're not doing that. We are going to do this let's do this and that um and just yeah i guess we'll see how that goes josh what is your final award please well actually we, we we've gone through all of um mine but i'm going to make one up off the spot jumping on what benroy's just said but most likely to be delayed i think is <laughs> and it pains me to say this is breath of the wild 2 i, I liked what Ooh. we saw i thought we very little for that game yeah it was very little, um, especially after so long. Um, mm. The fact that they just gave this vague 2022 date, and I'm pretty sure Jason Schreier afterwards was was um, kind of like quipping that they're aiming for 2022, which definitely means 2023. I kind of feel like that is the <laughs> one that's going to slip, and they've just sort of put that on to um, maybe placate some people who are really desperate for some info. I thought it looked cool, though. I want to mm. fly through the skies of Hyrule as... Um, uh in this game you know i think i forgot i forgot link's name for a second there um <laughs> want to fly fine. through the skies want to use this new arm that the geezer's got it looks like a lot of fun but i feel like it it might we might be waiting a bit longer than we expect for that. yeah i i thought the same thing like again starfield and breath of the wild too like i mean i'm, I'm glad to see breath of the wild too i like link's new design sort of he's got tribal tattoos they're like sort of digitally mm. looking angular tattoos dude's got big long hair like i like that sort of thing and like yeah like it's all in, in the sky like skyward sword but um, very little there. Like, it was kind of like Starfield. I was like, oh, is that it? Like, it's like 20 mm. seconds or 30 seconds of something. Um, but potentially promising. I, I'm not going to badger these people for not showing a lot. Like, I've, I've been yeah. like, I, I'm excited, but they ain't showing stuff because of the because of the state of life. So, you know, yeah. at the same time, like, I try and give this a chance, I guess. Uh, I, 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 I'm, ex- I, I'm glad they kind of gave it a year, but you'd think that this would come along with new hardware, right? You're like most of the, well, that's like, the big a lot of these thing. Zelda things, Zelda games have come with at the sort of precipice of 
all it's been, they've been on sort of both generations haven't they for the past couple of them if i can remember so they've, yeah i mean like yeah they've nearly always done like a cross-gen release so they've like over ported it back and forward to make yeah to yeah. try and sort of tick both boxes but that was the biggest thing i mean i remember when nintendo did a tweet on uh, i think it was on sunday maybe on monday um saying that their upcoming conference was going to be um software only and it was like until then you had everybody going like well it's clearly going to be the switch pro even jason trier when they when um the new mario and rabbits game leaked and then it was shown at the ubisoft show and trier was tweeting saying like hey look it looks really really good um almost as if it's running on a different system not saying but hey it might be that i think and then that didn't happen was this, I don't think the Switch was announced at E3, though, thinking about it now. Like, for some reason, I, think no. I have Logan and the Switch in my head, because I think that the trailers came out within the same week of each other, I think. <laughs> right. Like, but um, maybe they do it down the line. But with what all the, the garbage that's going on with all the parts at the moment that people can't mm. get for machines, and apparently the rumor is that they have to make a new Switch because there's no old parts left for the old Switch. And it's like, <laughs> or like what's going on here? Like, I, I just, I wish I knew. Like just wait. I wish it would just give me an thing, update, you know. Yeah, I mean, you had all that. There was all the. I mean, years ago, there's reports that the like the, some warehouse manufacturer had like some line manager leaked that they were putting together this new switch. Then Bloomberg specced it and said it's this screen, it's this size, and everything. But just I don't. Nintendo are just so belligerent. Like they'll do their own thing. They don't care. Like the a whole bunch of people could be outside their house saying like we know exactly what's in there. And they'll not tell you until they want to tell you. They just yeah. don't care. They've never cared. Um, and I think that if I wonder if the leaks hadn't happened, if they would have shown it this E3. Um, but I think they always prioritize the surprise. And so I think they want to wait and just do some random show in an afternoon, maybe in another month or something. Well, they lied at the conference because they said this is the <laughs> last thing. And they went, I oh, know this is the last thing. So yeah. like. Which yeah. I guess is like standard E3 practice, but still. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Switch Pro is one of the biggest sort of assumedly like a dead cert that just, as soon as they tweeted that thing out about it being software only, um, just didn't even come up whatsoever. Mr. Benoit, do you have any other remaining awards or shall we wrap this show? <sighs> I've done so many awards. I feel a bit exhausted. <laughs> uh, the um, I'm going to award the We Believe in Generations awards to Phil Spencer for having exclusive next-gen games <laughs> and, <laughs> and actually announced just only next-gen. Like, I mean, all the moves around it, I just think it's funny how now Xbox have the exclusive next-gen stuff coming yeah. and the two PS5 games we know about are also pretty much guaranteed to come to PS4 as well. So I just think that's funny. It, it, yeah, it's we're in a really weird place where we always knew that the amount of deals that uh, Microsoft had done or Xbox had done would come like would come around again. But yeah, right now uh, you've just, we've just had a, a whole slate of games coming exclusively to Xbox, and they're on next gen only, and yeah. some aren't even at the show. So it's just it is a bit of a weird one. Um, Mr. Josh Brown, do you have any closing thoughts? Um, I think you know I kind of want to back up what Ben Roy briefly touched on about five minutes ago because I've seen mm. I've seen Ooh. and heard. A lot of um, negativity surrounding this show. And to an extent, I can understand, you know, there weren't those big, massive reveals for the most part. A lot of the conferences did feel phoned in a little bit by some of the um, publishers. But at the same time, like, this has been a ridiculously stressful year. We've all had to adapt to working from home. And, you know, it's never been a secret that vertical slices, especially, especially when it comes to, you know, actual gameplay demos, like, they take a long time to create. You're not just slicing up what's already there you know like that's entirely separate like for the most part when these demos are made the game itself is nowhere near ready it doesn't have the no. assets on it doesn't look like the demo the demo was made specifically and it takes months to do that sometimes mm -hmm. so in this climate i just don't think 
that was ever going to be kind of like viable. And I understand that people are annoyed, but like I, I would I, I would encourage those people to be sympathetic to how hard it is to pull those demos off specifically in a normal year, never mind a year like last year where everything's getting delayed, production is uh, completely in turmoil and you're getting used to this brand new system of working from home and communicating around the globe. You know, I think with that in mind, it was a pretty decent E3. It wasn't the major comeback that it could have been after a year mm. off, but you know, for, for, for with everything taken into consideration, I feel like, you know, I do think they put in some good effort and ultimately pulled off a show where I'm coming out of it with like a lot of games, like maybe even like 24 games that I'm looking forward to. And that's, that's something, you know, that's yeah, something that, to be yeah, very well. I want, I want to echo that as well, because like, especially in Japan, like people work from home culture isn't a big thing because they live in like much smaller apartments and stuff. And a lot of the companies weren't allowing them to do that. So like to, the fact that we even got any from, from Nintendo and there were a bunch of bangers like we didn't mention, um, like WarriorWare or, uh, I'm not. I'm not the perfect. New Mario dark. Party, my friend. The new Mario <laughs> Party expansion, the scary game about Fatal people. Frame. Fatal Frame, oh, yes. exactly. Just stuff like that. Even like, even though they're not fully their own game sometimes, but mm. I still think it was nice. It was nice to have everything sort of condensed into uh, this week and a bit. And I wasn't like I hate this to the things. I just. I just think like some shows probably didn't need to happen as much, but yeah, it's amazing that we got anything at all. Yeah. And at the same time, it's just nice to have the video games. So I think for me, it's, I think E3 and the ESA that own them, I think they're going through a weird period of just of figuring out what E3 is, like what E3 brings to the industry and um, how much its roots are in being a tech showcase versus this big mainstream influencer style event um, and having all these different, like, do you just do the Nintendo Direct style? Here's 40 minutes. Here's just our game trailer sticks together. Or do you do the cutaways to people on stages and do the more PR focused stuff and the blurbs and getting through all this, the speeches that we have to give and stuff. Um, and I think some, you know, some um, third parties just didn't need their own conferences like it was just evident that they didn't have anything to show like bandai namco showed one game and it was just like stuff like that where it was really really flat and um, to round it back to what josh said though about demos of both of you guys about the reality of what they were uh, able to put together shout out to square enix for um and team ninja for being able to actually put a demo out for the new final fantasy origin um because that was actually insane like i watched the conference and then just went and played it um, and th- th- being able to do that is like that was such a rarity you never ever see a new triple a game and it's right there on the store uh, where you can try the demo or the beta um obviously that, um, that demo does flag and say this is very much a work in progress and everything but it's just cool it was like a little glimpse into like hey well maybe more publishers could give you the first couple levels of something um without having to worry about necessarily a vertical slice but just a way to play something um anyway for now this has been the what culture gaming podcast i've been your host scott taylor joined by ben roy turner there's too much to play on Game Pass right now. There isn't, it's good. And also, Josh Brown. I can't believe I still don't have an Xbox Series X. Goodbye. Play Super Metroid. Bye. Four years' time. <laughs> Bye. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com 
or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.